The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Hey, guys. Hey, guys. Welcome back to another episode of The Selfie Show. Where we are bringing the weekly dose of sweet and salty. I am Tori, the founder and now co-host of The Selfie Show. I'm a nurse, blogger, and podcaster. And I am Sam, nurse, podcaster, powerlifter, co-host of The Selfie Show. Moment of peace. Mm. Taylor Swift (laughs) has taken her throne again. (sighs) Taking the world by storm. I cannot. (laughs) I, like... Did not sleep hardly that night. I don't know how. It's funny too because obviously anti-hero, the video came out and I'm like, I need more. I need more. I want more of this. I need more video content. So apparently anti-hero is the second song ever to reach 30 million streams in the first 48 hours. Yeah, because I was probably like 20 million of those. (laughs) (laughs) I'm telling you when it's been on repeat. But she is... A genius, like it or not. And I was arguing with like a guy who was saying that was like, eh, it's all right, but because it's Taylor Swift, it'll do well. I'm like, no, yeah. I don't care if you like her or not, if you like her music or not. You cannot deny what a genius she is. Her writing, impeccable. The fact that it's like her and not 9 million ghostwriters and producers. Like, you know how there'll be one song that'll have like 20 writers on it? Yeah. That's wild. That's not, not with my girl Taylor. Right. Secondly, she is a genius. Like even just the whole concept around midnights and how she had all those different album covers that make up the clock and everything so genius. But then all of a sudden, and at least everything was on East Coast time. So that did help. Yeah, me, I I was, started, we, everyone I started, was looking yes, it up. Like, is it dropping? Was, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like 9 p.m. And I'm like, okay, perfect. I'm going to get, like I get a head start. Yeah. Because I work early on Fridays. So I'm like listening. And then at midnight, she posts on Instagram. Oh, by the way. By the way. This whole thing about what keeps you up late and blah, blah, blah. So because of that, I'm dropping the 3 a.m. edition <laughs> with seven more songs. Are you kidding me? I, I was unwell. And those yeah. songs, in my opinion, had some better ones than the original. Yeah, it's interesting because I feel like that's been the feedback overall is that. I mean, no, and I loved it because at first, like. Crimson was like my favorite song, like, or Maroon, sorry, Maroon. Ooh, okay. Maroon was my favorite song. And I was like really feeling that early on. But then I was like, okay, Midnight and Sky. Midnight, and I then know. I was like, okay, wait, Antihero. Like there's so many that I was just like, wait, that one, wait, that one. I kept changing my mind. I was listening. And then when I heard the, the 3 a.m. edition, it had the missing piece of just like, okay, now I'm crying. Oh. It was like the, the yeah, whole Midnight was great. But I was like, there is not that an sad girl song where yeah. I'm just going to listen to this on repeat and cry. And then she put the 3M edition and I was like, yep, there it is. There it is. It's- and I'm like, what a damn genius. How are you going to drop all these extra songs that are at 3 a.m.? Yeah, I know. How? Genius. How? Genius. She's just creatively. I don't, I don't know how she does it. And I love that. I love that about her. I think it is so true and genuine to who she is. (sighs) All of these things that she's putting out. I think there was a lot of um, speculation on which kind of Taylor we were, were we going to get this time? All of them. Yeah. Right. And I feel like this one actually tied in a lot of really, 
you know, you get a little bit from this, you get a little bit from that. She's just one of those people that she's so incredibly talented. Um, we loved it. My whole family, we were playing it on repeat this last weekend. It was just, yeah. Taylor's, uh, I don't know. She's just one of those. I think she's a true icon staple at this in terms of pop culture, like what she's done and how many times she's shifted categories mm-hmm. and, you know, you know, women, as she's said, have to recreate themselves all the time, especially when you're in that kind of line of work. And mm-hmm. she just does it very effortlessly. And I know she kind of does like a little bit more. She retreats and goes back and, you know, takes her time to get creative and do these projects mm-hmm. again, which good for her. But she's amazing and she deserves respect absolutely she as an artist yeah and this i don't know i think the what taylor are we getting i saw tiktok because of course i'm like here for all the people to like micro analysis oh yeah we got the swifties the swifties are swifty army on tiktok is great but someone was kind of saying that they felt like every song off the album represented like a different previous album like it gave you energy or vibes of a feeling of a different album and I totally saw that and I'm like yes it's all so like nostalgic of her but it just mm-hmm. it's new but it also like it's she fresh. isn't lost either mm-hmm. yeah I don't know I feel like some people start to fall off in their career where it's like they put out an album like I will say it Adele's latest album oh. was not her best I didn't yeah. I don't dislike it it was great. But there was I, nothing that really stood out in terms of like the Adele iconic moment. And right? I listened to it on repeat a few times and I'm. Yeah. It was good. She's great. She's talented. She can sing like no other. She writes like no other. It was a beautiful work of art, mm-hmm. but I don't think it was her best work of art yet. Mm-hmm. I could say that I think this is one of Taylor's like best. Yeah works of art and I think after with the timing of everything and now releasing all of her new content like this just really I don't know I think it's wonderful I think also the element with Adele maybe in a lot of those artists is to me Taylor has this side of her that's very relatable and real and raw with her with her people and her audience and I think there's an element with some other artists who are not as connected like that like I just think it's like you know that's a piece that she just really and she that girl too she knows how to drop content. She knows how to do a true release. Like she is so good. She's genius. She's like, you know, and she knows people know Mm -hmm. what she's dropping and the hints that she does. It's just, yeah, she just really gets it. Also, she said fuck on this album more than she ever has before. And every time there'd be another song where she would say the F word, I was like, oh my God, yes. (laughs) Feel it in my loins. So good. Yes. Chef's kiss. It's been on repeat. I don't think I've listened to anything else since it's come out. Yeah. Nor will you. And you've you've got a lot of driving and flying going on. Oh yeah. That's it's there. You got a lot of time for Taylor. All of it. Yeah. It's happening. We love it. Um, okay. In other news, I just discovered this or heard this and we have to talk about it. So I love you. You hate me. Uh, and this is the new Barney documentary. So the docu is about the purple dinosaur who preached love and acceptance on PBS, Barney and friends. And this is going to debut October 12th on, I believe it's, uh, Paramount. No, Peacock. It's going to be on Peacock. October 12th. I believe so it's already out. Oh, it just, Ooh, here I'm we like, go. Girl, it's October it's out. No, my God. It's the 22nd. Like, your birthday is the 22nd. This is literally how my brain is working. <laughs> like, you guys, my brain is not working. Okay. So it examines Barney's, um, rise and fall. And uh, ultimately the, tar- how this dinosaur became the target of hate 
and rage across pop culture and early internet. And I think this is actually really interesting because as we know, like Barney was all about, you know, like people and community and learning and love and all these things. And I, that particular show got so much hate because of that. Well, I love you. You love me. We're best friends. Like, Mm -hmm. but it did. I remember because I was a little older, like yeah. too old to watch Barney for myself when Barney right. came out. But I remember like we made fun of Barney hard. Like we went hard on Barney for totally. no reason. Like why did we hate Barney? What did Barney do? I was a total He's Barney a girl. Friendly dinosaur. A Barney Stan. I was a Barney Stan. I, I loved Barney. Yeah, Barney got a lot of hate, hate. and I don't get it. Yeah, and so really in- I want to watch this. Yeah, this I do too. In the trailer for the upcoming two-part docuseries, um, multiple people such as Bill Nye the Science Guy. Um, and then NBC's Al Rocker all share stories of how quickly the world turned against the friendly dinosaur and rejecting its values of inclusion and respect. Um, Bob West, a former performer who stepped into the costume for the happy purple dinosaur, shared that death threats were definitely made against the entire family. Um, I mean, it's just it is really interesting to me how something that is truly rooted in happiness and inclusion and wholesome wholesomeness <laughs> got so much hate it is really interesting and wild yeah well you're really making death threats against a dinosaur like on a child's show that's wild wild you're the worst i know (laughs) i know so uh that's definitely on my list of things to watch obviously we haven't seen it yet but um definitely want to see that i don't know it's interesting especially for like i don't know the the i would say the kids the the millennials this is gonna be like oh yeah okay you know good old barney and like same thing like blues clues Oh, I Blue's feel like Clues. we were all so nostalgic and yeah. Blue's Clues didn't get that kind of hate. No, that, that's a good point. And a right? very similar kind of, yeah. Why yeah. are we okay with that? I don't know. That's a good huh. question. Hmm. Hmm. Food, food for thought. <laughs> Little think on it. Okay. I actually have a good rec for one. Oh, okay. Let's okay. go into it. I have been trying to buy professional work clothes and it's so hard because I either look like a chubby, like elementary school principal <laughs> because everything's so frumpy and bag yummy. But if I try to like, dress in more fitted clothes that like shaped my body. I look like I'm starring in office sluts volume five. <laughs> There's no like good in between for my body type. So I went to express, I bought a bunch of stuff. I like hated it. Nothing fit right. And I'm like, this is expensive. And it's like, does not even look good or cute. And then I remembered, and I did this back when I had my first job interview for a nurse, my stepmom set it up, but Nordstrom has a free, free, personal stylist oh you know what it's funny. a free service I didn't know I remember you would think it it shouldn't be it's like totally. I honestly even asked the girl at the end this was so great like am I allowed to tip you she's like no like really we yeah. can't and I'm like okay is there like a survey I can fill out like a comment card like something because you were phenomenal but it's free okay and, wait yeah walk me through this okay how did you go about this like walk into the store and then no no what? no so schedule it online there you go okay. go to the website Nordstrom click on the personal stylist, select your store. And then they give like different people and they kind of say what they specialize in. So I went with Hannah shout out at South oh. coast Plaza. If you're local to orange County or Southern California and you go to South coast Plaza, Nordstrom schedule with Hannah, she's mm. amazing. But I try to find someone they'll say kind of what type of like style. And she had like professional women's like workwear. And I was like, okay, her. Yeah. So 
I like chose her. I picked the date. I picked the time. And then she, and then they give you like, okay, fill out your sizes for tops, pants, all of that. And then write a description of like what you're looking for okay. and everything. So I kind of said work yeah. stuff, like what I like, what I don't want to look like that sort of thing. Just right. gave her the vibes. Then she did text me prior to the appointment and just said, Hey, to pull stuff for you, like budget wise. What are you like? I just don't want to pull things that are crazy out of your butt or whatever. Right. Like, do you want like more designer feet, whatever? And I'm like, I'm balling on a budget, girl. Like, I don't want, mm. I want to look nice without. We really... know what section of Norgem we're not going to. Yes. <laughs> like, yes. Yeah, yeah. So, and I said, I really just want some staple pieces that I can mix and match that are going to last. Cause it's not like I go to an office every day, anyways. Right. So it was cool because she had that contact. So when she got there, there was already a ton of stuff picked out. And then as I was trying stuff on, she'd go get, and she's like, now that I can see you, see your body, like I can go pull more stuff, switch out some sizes or whatever. Uh, one, everything price point, like even all the dress pants I bought were like below a hundred dollars. Wow. So she really did like, oh. let me ball on a budget. Wow. You know, and Norton yeah. can be expensive. Oh yeah, for sure. So I was like, these are cheaper price points than like express even, but I'm getting a personal stylist to pick and pull them from me. And then everything fits in a way that, and then there's stuff that I never would have pulled off myself. Right. I'm not the type. I'm not, I don't like shopping. I don't look at a hanger and have a vision. I'm like, that looks like shit. There was things right. in there that I was like, I, You're like, wanna, I would never wear that. I'm not even going to yeah. try this on because that is so no. Right. And I was like, well, she pulled it. I'm going to try it on. And I'm like, I'm so glad you made me try that on because I don't have the vision for it, but she did. And like, I ended up getting a lot of really great stuff. The price was great on everything. Like she stuck to the budget I gave her. And then that was it. Like mm. that was done. And she was wow. going, and then it's like to have someone go be a runner and like swap out a size or, okay, let me find a top that's similar to that, but is better, whatever. Right. I'm like, you're getting this professional service for free. Yeah. That is crazy to me. Cause I think that's like a big highlight for a lot of people for, you know, in terms of Nordstrom itself, when you think of it, it feels like a very over the top bougie mm -hmm. place, but they are so well rooted in yeah. customer service. Yep. So it's funny because I never think to use that no. either. And that's like a good job interview tip if you need help. And then you can tell them like, listen, I don't want a blazer that's over, you know, a hundred dollars. Right. I don't want pants that are over like this or like really try to stick. If you can find me an interview outfit that's like can stick to this budget. I highly, highly recommend or an event. I told her, I'm like, the next time Tori and I even have to do a photo shoot, I'm like, I Done. always, I'm like, I hate trying to figure out what to wear. I'm literally going to just book with her and be like, hey, I have a photo shoot. These is like where we're kind of doing it at. This is the vibe I want. Please just find stuff because I don't totally. want to think about it. I don't yeah. like shopping. Yeah. So I'm going to start using this for events, for other things. Oh, like smart. It's free. Okay. And then <laughs> like, is there like a time or um, like a minimum you have to spend or no? No. Like, it's, oh, if see, I didn't buy anything, I didn't buy anything. But wow. it'd be hard pressed to not find at least something you like. And right. I think that's why it is free because you're going to end up spending. Yeah. Buying their for stuff. Sure. Yeah. So for them, mm -hmm. it's worth it. So I don't know. Big big Absolute fan especially if you're not up. like a shopping fashionista because I am not mm -hmm. yeah, yeah yeah it's nice to like have I don't know and I just think like let the professionals do what the professionals are good at yeah I'm so like so I'm I can act like it. a Kardashian right now on a Jersey Shore budget <laughs> like I have a personal you. stylist pulling clothes for me <laughs> yes but please. who am I no one right, like right. I can't afford a stylist but I literally just got to use one for free yeah oh, so here for, that for it real. yeah big, fabulous yes. okay yes. you've had a busy week there's a lot going on. No, I had a busy day today. 
I'm yeah. having like a meltdown. Okay. I've like been crying all morning, you guys. <laughs> it's funny too, because we, we recorded with Missy and then just, she walked in today before and she was like, I know I need this episode because I've just literally had literally like the week from hell. Okay. Or last couple of days from hell. Let's go into it. What happened? What's going on? Well, no. So I know we said we'd talk about this and we'll probably do a more full length bonus episode or just a full bonus focus just on this, but I plan on freezing my eggs and I'm Uh supposed to start the process this week. I just, and I had to plan work around it because I, it involves ultrasounds, labs, like all this stuff, obviously the daily hormone injections, but once you kind of start your period, it all kicks off and then you have to really be local. Like I can't be traveling for work if I have to get ultrasounds every few days and all this stuff. So I'm leave for Vegas tomorrow morning and I'm supposed to start my period while I'm in Vegas, but then I would be coming back in time to start the ultrasound and start the process. Why did I just start my period three days early? Uh, Why the fuck? It's so crazy too how specifically Why? timed these mm-hmm. things are. And of course, it's funny because you, I know you, you're like a regular ass Sally. Like you are uh-huh. on the dot. So it is like really or interesting. sometimes I'm like a day or two late just because the Lord yeah. likes to scare me. <laughs> <laughs> he likes to humble you a little bit yeah, he's like um really you should make better life choices gotcha yeah, yeah. had you there for a second but i'm like never early i'm never early yeah i know so what i don't know and this is throwing everything off to the point where i don't even know if i can do it and then i for sure know i can't do it in november because it directly interferes with a work trip in december that i can't miss and then the office is closed for the holidays and then it's january 1st and then my insurance resets and i'm like this it's now or never but I can't cancel this work trip. So I might be driving back and forth from Vegas to Newport beach just to do an old, like, I don't, yeah, it's insane. I don't know. If I have a doctor's appointment tomorrow. So by the time you're listening to this, I'll have it figured out and I'm either starting it literally right now or I'm not. So to, we'll, we'll We're keep you updated, the best vibes. but I'm going to try to make it work. Yeah. It's going to not be easy on my part. Of course, like my body hates me and it's just those three days of timing throws yeah. off everything crazy it's hard it makes me very and i'm not i'm just doing egg freezing i'm not doing ivf or anything like that so i just makes me have a whole level of respect for people who have gone through any of that stuff because that is you have no control over the timing of it or anything and it's that's not to mention like the hormones and you know i'm already crying and i haven't even started hormone injections so just (laughs) wait that's gonna be great it's gonna be a fun two weeks oh boy it's gonna be rough i know well we're sending you all the best you know the positive vibes it's Mm. gonna work out especially the way it's supposed to who knows there's everything happens for a reason here we go you know there better be a good fucking reason yeah (laughs) there better be at the end of the day hey the future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Um, happy birthday. Thank you. Tori's birthday was oh, last you, week. You. I mean, by the time you're listening to this, it was on Saturday, the 22nd. Yeah, yeah. It's been and, Libra season. Yeah, how was it? How was, it was your weekend? 
It was phenomenal. We were just living it up as like sexy ants season. I I got these vibes from Sam. You know, you led the way. Yeah, Yeah. you led the way so I could run, right? So yeah, you definitely, um, it's been so fun. I just want to say that like being an ant in general is, it's a whole different level. Um, And many of you guys know this. I'm extremely close with my brother. And um, so quick life update, which I um, have not talked about at all on the gram. Um, And I've, you know, kind of told you guys a little bit here, but I haven't really talked about it. But the long story short is, um, so Trey was born, uh, let's say it's about five months ago now. And um, at that time, Vincent made the decision to um, stop his medications. Um, As many of you know, he's bipolar, was diagnosed uh, in his, I would say, mid-20s and had a long journey of um, becoming sober. He's been sober for the past six years. We did, if you are interested in hearing the full story, if you have not heard the story, you can go back to episode number four of our, uh, that we released. He um, shared his journey. It's called My Bipolar Life. He shared, um, you know, we shared both our experiences as siblings, living through it together, his diagnosis, um, sobriety, going through a lot of ups and downs with the family. I mean, we talk about, we open up about a lot um, of things that we've been through. Long story short is he did go off his meds and then um, for the about, about the past two weeks, Vincent has been ridiculously manic. Um, he definitely is having an episode and going through a huge episode. And so, and this is the first time Megan is going through it. Um, not only experience it personally and being there with him in the household and, you know, as the person with him, or his his girlfriend is now fiance. Correct. Um, but also she's doing it with a baby, a brand new baby. So it has been, um, absolutely. It's been a wild ride. I would say, to anyone who's going through something or if you have a family member who's experiencing mental health um, difficulties, disorders, uh, I'm right there with you. It is really, really, really heavy. It's really emotional. Something specifically I will say in the bipolar um, diagnosis is as a family member, it's really hard to love that person when they're being an absolute monster. It's really hard. And I'm just being very transparent about that. It can be, you know, when you feel like that person is being so selfish and making decisions and not thinking about either themselves or other people or their well-being or other people's well-being Mm -hmm. or, you know, anything from... You know, what Vincent's used to be was, you know, getting in a car and driving really fast and ending up in a ditch or, you know, starting a fight in public and then ending up in jail or, you know, all of these things. And now it's starting to turn more into um, my brother has an alter ego. We call him Kanye, (laughs) my brother on social media right now. If I that's what I said today, I was like, I could kind of tell based on Instagram and you're like, yeah, he's Kanye. And I'm like, oh, he's shit. literally Kanye. My yeah. brother, it's really interesting because watching all the things that Kanye are from like an mm-hmm. exterior and then my brother, it's funny because I, I know how Kanye's sister feels, right? Like I can relate to that relationship. I can't relate to the Kim relationship in terms of I'm not married to someone who with kids and have kids with them, but I am the sister of someone and I know how she feels. And it is so hard to love someone through that and to support them and try and get them help when you know they can only make that decision for themselves. They're the only ones who can really, 
you know, make these decisions to help themselves. Um, so something that I will say, like as a tip, just for anyone who's going through this, or if you have someone that's just in your family that is struggling through mental health is just remember at the end of the day, they did not choose this. Mm-hmm. They did not wake up, you know, as an infant and say, yes, God, please make me bipolar. They did not wake up and say, make me, you know, whatever it is. And so uh, it can be really hard. It can, in these moments, I can tell you, like, I've, we've had many a breakdown. Um, we've had many a crisis moment where, oh my God, we were, I just called Sam like literally this week and mm-hmm. Vincent was clearly in a manic state and we were having to figure out, you know, update medications because he hasn't done this. He has not had a manic relapse in literally five years. So this is, you know, we're going through it again. And so we call his psychiatrist and we're trying to, you know, correspond and say, Hey, he's manic. We need to, you know, do an emergent medication update. And the lady on the phone goes, Oh, um, I can't do that for you. And my mom's like, what are you talking about? We've been doing this for years. She has authority, you know, to uh, make these decisions when we get into a situation like that. Vincent can't make decisions for himself. So we have a signed thing. Oh, um, we can't do that because you didn't sign the agreement for this year. And we're like, are you fucking kidding me? We have known this doctor literally you guys Mm -hmm. for like 10 years now. We've been working with him off and on, off and on for seven years. And I'm like, You are telling me we literally can't. It's just so annoying when you were trying so hard to help your family member and just stupid shit like that, where it's like, I get it, HIPAA, you know, privacy, all these things. But you're like, I am literally trying to help this person stay safe, like not only stay safe, but not to harm or make decisions or do things that may hurt other people. It's like you are it's just insane how horrible our system is in terms of mental health. And that's another rant I could go on for days of like how horrible our system is and does Mm -hmm. not support people in mental health crises, especially crises, because the problem Mm -hmm. is, is you really can't do anything, right? You can't 5150 because technically they have to make that decision unless they're actively doing something that's going to harm themselves or someone else. You can't do that. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, where do you go and try and help them or admit them to somewhere? And half the time, those places are so expensive. You can't even afford it. Half the time, um, places like insurance don't reimburse for places like that. So it is, for anyone who's going through it, trust me, like I am right there with you. It's a nightmare. And I kind of argue how much those places actually hurt or help sometimes. Sometimes too. you're right. Absolutely. Like it, yeah. I don't know. hundred um, percent. Not that I have a better answer. It's not like I'm right. saying I like, oh, but yeah. it's just, that's tough. I am. And you know, this is a huge, like, because I'm so thankful for them, I will always give them a shout out. Speaking along that bloodline, the last house is where Vincent got sober and he um, went through his mental health journey and managed to, they did an amazing program. It's an all boys program or men, I should say, and they truly turned his life around. Um, But that's to also be said is mental health, of course, is it's a lifelong journey. Like Mm -hmm. it's not like, oh, you get it diagnosed and you talk about it and then all of a sudden they make a switch and it's done. It's like, yeah, it's not we, like a surgery where you just like, okay, I removed your uh, like gallbladder yep, and now correct. that's problems done. It's yep. like, no, yeah, no, it's an ever going, you know, there's a long journey with mental health. And you know, the other thing too, what's really interesting is I kind of forgot. I almost took his, in the family, we were talking about this. We took their mental health, his mental health really for granted because it's been, good. You know, it's been so good. You know, it's been great. And here we are, we're in a crisis and 
it's really interesting because his mania, this particular episode has been very different than it used mm-hmm. to be. Um, Vincent's manic used to be extremely high, 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 meaning a lot of energy, um, a lot of ego, a lot of, you know, what I'm going to do and take up the world and do all these things and make these companies and da, 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 da. And then it would turn almost like aggressive kind of just really aggressive he has like this this alter ego of him of that's how it turns into this time it's very up 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 but then he gets these crazy rapid cycles down where he's crying you know he'll be talking about making money then next he'll be talking he'll be crying and get so emotional about being a dad and the hard part about this you know circling back to the why this all happened is because he really wanted this makes me sad talking about it but he really wanted to be there for megan to be a good dad and so he could wake up at night because the medication he takes um, at night is it's purposeful. It's a tranquilizer. Literally you guys, Seroquel, he takes like an, a, a stupid, like, like the amount that he takes, you guys would literally sedate like a whole entire family. Um, but you know, it's like, he wasn't taking it because he wants to be a good dad and he wanted to be up and he wanted to be able to help with the baby. And unfortunately when you're bipolar, that's, you know, when you're not sleeping yeah. and for him, it's like, he said this in the episode, he said, there's no better high than a manic high. And he's absolutely, I mean, he's feeling that high right now. He loves it. So, um, hard. It was like the perfect storm. Yeah. And for anyone who's gone through this, I mean, I feel for women, if you're bipolar or if you have a family member who's bipolar, who's female, that's gotta be even harder. Cause like being a mom and then, you know, the combination of needing to sleep to literally keep, you know, mm-hmm. your brain banging on all fours. Um, but then, you know, you, and you got to take this medication. Like it's, it's so hard. So, you know, as a family, we feel like we dropped the ball on this one and no, you know, we just, it's so hard. But I it's mean, not like you can yeah. predict or know yeah. or anything. Yeah. And it's, yeah. that's what it is. It's like things happen in life and you, yeah. It roll is, with like it. you roll with it yeah and our whole family don't, don't yeah don't carry that yeah. well and this i'm very lucky too because our family when things like this happen we're very transparent band together yeah too, though. we do we come together like your we, cousins i've seen yep. all like your aunts yeah. like you guys all just rise yeah. and try and together. really help megan as well through this um we're something that i will also say is another tip other than um you know when you're going through this is one, just remember they didn't sign up for this. They, they did not choose this. Mm-hmm. And the other thing is to be fully transparent and open within your circle of mm. your family. So that's for, so hard. hundred percent. Yes. So when all this was kind of happening, I know my mom, my mom's natural gravitation is to kind of brush it under the rug or to kind of keep it very, very, um, you know, kind of quiet. But then I said to my mom, I said, no, mm-hmm. Megan needs to know every single thing her mom needs to know every single thing the whole Mm -hmm. family needs to know because god forbid if he's you know going to someone's house you know you just never know Mm -hmm. so we keep fully in within the family and within like the whole core everyone's on alert like hey this is happening so we kind of all get on the same page of like how are we to collectively going to help it because when his mania ego is taking over it's like you cannot talk him it's such a delicate balance of having to rein it back in and to really help support him without you know tipping him over to the edge Mm -hmm. of where he starts getting for him aggressive and so it's very we just you know and I I don't mean that in like a way of you know it's just he's he just gets that personality I don't know how to explain it but 
if you're someone you're going through it um, or has someone who struggles with mental health in this way or this capacity, like I fully feel for you. And also as a healthcare provider, I will say this, like I have become so um, open-minded or maybe a little bit more empathetic for, for every situation. You know, if I have a mom, for example, who's Mm -hmm. a drug, drug addicted mother or someone who's struggling or bipolar, or I have so much empathy because, you know, when you're, how it looks as a healthcare provider externally can be so different than what's actually happening. And so, um, yeah, we're all going through it, but I just want to say that's what I'm going through. And you guys, I just want to be transparent here because I feel like you guys deserve, you know, I, I try and share this too. So, you know, that you're not alone in this situation because a lot of us feel like you're alone, but, um, this is definitely something that I like to be as open as I can about. So love you guys. That's so hard, but so appreciated. Yeah. And I, you know, we need better for all of our patients and people. So, um, that was my rant for, for this week. (laughs) (laughs) No, our system's broken. It It makes me sad, but honestly, you've been through it worse I feel like there's a lot of early intervention happening here too and stuff and it's like not fun to write it out right now but no but let me get through yeah so thank you guys as always for being with us um I hope you have a fabulous weekend and thank you for um, a good Halloween even though Tori doesn't like it ah yes have a good following have a good Halloween I'm here for it your nephew is he dressing up does he have a costume yeah so um she's doing oh she has a cute little skeleton okay so see watch you become a Halloween lover your so nephew cute. will turn you. It is disgusting how much I love him. Exactly. Oh and my he's going to make you like Halloween. Uh, he probably will. Okay. And then next yes. year when he's big enough to go trick or treating, game over. Done. That's oh. a whole different oh, world. Oh, you're so right. When they're old enough. And then no. when they're old enough to start picking their own <sighs> costumes and get excited, because we will dress up like we'll do family themed costumes oh, with my niece and nephew. Like one year, all like grandparents, aunts, uncles, and all the kids all dressed up like a Toy Story character. Uh, Last year we did Peter so Pan and we all dressed up like uh, someone. Are so. you guys going to do one this year? What are you guys Honestly, do? I don't know. Oh, oh, should, yeah. follow up. We won't get to see. I've been all over the place. I love seeing. Okay, I will say this. I'm here for a costume. So if you are in a costume and you guys hear this, tag us so we can repost you because yeah. I want to see some, I want to see some good costumes. So yeah, girl. Have a good weekend, you guys. Happy Halloween. Absolutely. Make sure you're following us on our Insta. That's at C-E-L-L-F-I-E underscore podcast. You can check out all the goodies there linked in our bio and please if you leave a review on apple Podcasts, put your ig handle and we will send you out free stickers our pin um all our goodies and make sure you're following us on our insta that's at nurse tori and at hey samantha with two a's and stay tuned next week all right you guys coming up absolutely we'll see you on tuesday bye